It might be rolling. We good? Yeah, I mean, we're not going to start right now, but I'm just going to test it out. Let's catch up. Let's catch up, dude. How you been since last night? What did you think of the... You said you... It seemed like you didn't like the bridge bar. What bridge bar? Oh. It was okay. You were skeptical. It was okay. I liked it. I like Bobby better. BBG likes it. Bobby was weird. Renaissance just seemed like I was there to, like, pick up a mistress. I mean, yeah, why do you think I like it so much? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Bobby, I said this last night, but Bobby, it's cool. Like, I like a little, like, basement bar like that, but it feels contrived. Like, it, like the writing, it seems like they oh, had, like, it like wasn't made they to all be... came in and, and decorated the walls no. with, like, the writing to make it seem like it had been. I mean, the it bar was, was probably, like, two years old. It was, like, a made, like, dive bar. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, a natural dive bar. Yeah, and then the, was tiles, like, the tiles in the, uh, in the bathroom. I didn't go to the bathroom. Oh, well, they were like, that's where you could really see it. Because the tiles in the bathroom were like, like one of the tiles just said skateboarding in like, <laughs> in like Sharpie. But it wasn't just one tile. It was like a pattern of like, um, like a night move chest. I like, like every that, tile. like not many people were there. So it was like very easy to get a drink. And then yeah, cool. the Carly's drink was good. Whatever the that jukebox was. being free is pretty dope. Yeah. I'm thinking, I think everything's probably good. Nice. Did you catch that? <laughs> yeah, I mean we're recording. This will be uh this will be the basement tapes, dude. Basement tapes. live from the top of the Batman building, the Tucker Hume Memorial Studios. It's Paradise Pod. Kind of runs. I had a Tucker Hume joke. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. Pop it off. It's too late now. All right. What are we doing here, Donald? Talking about Nashville. Soccer. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were thinking uh, we would kind of start off. We both had season tickets for the first two seasons of USL. No big deal. Huge fans. No big deal. Big fans. Um, Lifelong fans. And it was a lot of fun. And, and I think there's a lot about the first two seasons of the club in USL that kind of will be uh, indicative of, of things we're going to see um, in year one in MLS. So just top of your head, like – Things that kind of stand out to you, like standout memories that you have from the the two years that we just spent in USL. For me, I think Rapapa's first goal. Yeah. Ever. It was awesome. Wait, Atlanta, are you talking about the Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. United game? Yeah, and this is the first rain. Yeah, first game for the club. Yeah. Uh, preseason game against Atlanta. Expected United. to get blown out, which we kind of did, but didn't yeah. expect to score at all. Didn't we know were competitive it. in that game. Yeah, we were. I also didn't know anyone's name yeah. on the team, so it was like, probably not going to win. Which but. was fun. And I think that that probably, because like from that moment on, like Ropapa was a fan favorite, uh, Ropapa Mensa. And that probably, like that was a fun way to discover players. Yeah. You know? That was great. Um, 
that was cool. Yeah. That one. And then I think the – I don't know if you were there for that game, but it was like the North Carolina FC. It was like the game winner within like the 94th minute or something. Yeah. Like they added more time, two extra time. The Rapapa header? Is bourgeois, yeah, bourgeois header. Form for this yeah. in year one, and then also for a stretch this past year too, where we were like winning games late a lot, which was fun. And I feel like we kind of got yeah a reputation know. for that. In as far as you can have like a reputation, I don't know what it was so. this year. I think I feel like I had more fun the first season. Um, there was like more member. At least there's more memorable moments the first season. Like I yeah. remember, like everything where I'm like, man, that was so fun was like season one, season two. I think maybe because we had higher expectations and then we didn't meet those expectations that it maybe wasn't as fun but going into like season one nothing so it was great like being competitive and winning and then season two it was like yeah that makes sense i hadn't thought about it like that but i get what you're saying like really the result of season one and season two were pretty much the same yeah first round playoff loss in year one and then we got out of the first round second round second round loss but, like, yeah, the expectation level went way up, obviously picking up Rios and everything that he did. Um, and we were towards the top of the table a little bit longer in year two as well. Yeah. Like, I think we never really were, like – I mean, we were good year one, but, like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think a higher expectation. When you sign the first, like, two highest goal scorers in the USL, and then the games Cameron are, Rios like – and Cameron Lancaster. Yeah, and then the games are, like, still 1-1, 2-1 games. It's, like – it wasn't. It just wasn't as fun. Like I expected to win, like four to one. Yeah, times. and that I, this kind of jumps ahead from the the running order that I so meticulously put together. But I think that kind of segues nicely into talking a little bit about Gary. Oh yeah, Gary Smith. Um, I remember you and I were surprised when he was announced as. Um, it was announced that Gary would be our manager. Uh, Going into MLS, and and that was announced. Was that in season one that that was announced? That was the end of towards the end of season one. Yeah, season, no, it was season two. No, it was. This we season. knew, I think, throughout season two, didn't we? Oh, maybe, maybe. Sure. Can we cuss on this? Real podcast? good fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Um, um, somewhere between start of season one and end of season two, Gary was announced. It just felt really early. Like they. Didn't, it did feel early. And I have a bad – I have to quit doing this because it's a, it's a recipe for heartbreak. But I do kind of compare us to Atlanta just because geographic proximity. Hard, they were so yeah. close to us. And, like, I, you, you see the kind of the things they did and how it led to success immediately. I think you can see from, like, the, the squad building that we've done for MLS, which we'll get to later, like, I don't think that this team is going to be Atlanta by any means. It's not a realistic expectation. But when they went and got – Tata Martino, that was like a statement higher as a manager, and, and Gary felt underwhelming to me. Yeah, it felt like they were settling. Um, but I think Atlanta also probably wasn't Atlanta until they were. Like, Yosef Martinez wasn't, I don't think, as like. They started out the gates pretty hot. They were, yeah, in, right from the Bobby beginning, but I don't, I don't think. Stadium Georgia Tech before they got the stadium built. Yeah, but they, like, they I were racking up people were like, No one thought Yosef Martinez was going to be like MLS leading goal scorer signing. Yeah. I don't remember that. But. That's true. But but look at their getting back to Gary. Look at their like the manager hiring, like the pedigree oh, yeah. that Tata Martino had, being from Barcelona, even though wasn't necessarily a success there. You know he uh, 
Gary doesn't feel like that. At the same time, no. I, I think there's some things to like about him. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic about him being our manager. I think it's pretty well uh, discussed and publicized at this point that he's kind of a little bit of a defense first manager. He's pragmatic. Um, I think that's fine, especially if you're not going to have like a Miguel Marone, Joseph Martinez kind of level player going forward. Although we don't know, Mukhtar, Leal could be those similar. They could have similar output to those kind of guys. But, you know, the, we knew a little bit more about those guys going forward, and we had an idea that Atlanta would be able to do some more things going forward than, than what we've seen from the signings that we've made. But I like Gary. I liked um, his tactical flexibility. I think people forget um, that we used the back three a lot, especially in season one, um, as opposed to kind of the back four that we that we settled into a bit more in season two and obviously had a more consistent run of results and success in season two with the back four. But I like the ability to switch. Um, and I think that you could see that um, in players that he liked in USL and some of the players that we've signed for MLS because um, Justin Davis, a left-footed defender that we saw play kind of as a left-back, center-back hybrid. Um, like in possession, he would kind of, you know, get forward a bit and kind of play as a left back and then he'd drop back into a back three um, when we were out of possession. Um, I think that that is something that could be important um, in MLS when we're coming up against sides that are a little bit more established if we can maybe figure out tactics that can help us get a result, you know. Yeah, man. Those are my, <laughs> those are my Gary thoughts. <laughs> I mean, you know more from like a tactical standpoint, like formation stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I um, just like getting back to just like memories that stand out from USL. It was fun. So year one, I had like the two season tickets, and it was really fun to like bring folks to the games, like folks that like my friends that weren't big soccer fans, but like kind of getting them on board. Um, and some of those guys, I think, will you know, be following the team now in MLS. And I think I was a huge part of that. I think they, I think that they yeah, wouldn't have done it without me. And I think for that, I deserve a lot of credit. Congrats and to you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you should be part of the team. Just how I feel. I am a huge part of the team. Um, I remember I brought my dad to the game that we were talking about a little bit and I, I'm so bad at remembering oh, specific yeah, he was teams the, we played, but yes, the, he was at the Rapapa winner yeah, at the okay. death, literally last so. Not even kick of the game, last header of the game. Was it? A, well, it, it came down about. I don't know. I can't remember. It was a. Uh, it was wild. Bourgeois, was, though, and the support section was so fun. Yeah, it was like Michael Reed kicked it like well beyond the post. Bourgeois headed it back the other way, and then yeah. I think it got one more header, and then Ropapa kicked it in. Yeah. Um, fucking nuts. So. Standouts from USL two. You know, I love to watch Libo Maloto. I think it was obvious from a kind of. It was obvious to me early on that he didn't probably have MLS level like athleticism, but his ability on the ball, like his technical ability, the way he received the ball, the, the passes and the vision that he had, like it stood out. Like you could tell, like he was like a class apart in like pretty much every game we played. I think that he really kind of made things tick. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that, at the next level, you kind of see Mukhtar able to do that as well. But, yeah, I'll miss watching Lebo Moloto. Where's he ended up? Has he gotten on a roster Sporting yet? KC, I think. What? 
something. Not supporting KC. Whatever the, their the KC USL, USL version. Team? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they're still supporting KC. Maybe. Yeah. Um. um. <laughs> Tucker Hume, man, year one, he uh, <laughs> you hated him. I still hate You're him. You're notorious. You still <laughs> what? He's a legend. We're in the Tucker Hume Memorial Studios at the top of the Batman building. No, he uh. Yeah, I hated him, and then all of a sudden he just went on a <laughs> as soon as you were like, I hate scoring that guy. run. He went on a run. <laughs> like my God, even in like the playoff game in Cincinnati, like he had the game tying goal with like yeah, like in extra time. Oh my God. Or no, I think it was like we went into uh like the extra halves or whatever. Extra time. Extra. Yeah, is it just called extra time? I don't know, man. Extra time, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so Cincinnati won, like went up a goal, and then he had the game time one that went to then it went to PKs. Yeah, Big Bird, legend. And it's fun, you know. The morning, that's a that's a thing about USL. Like there won't be that Tucker Hume kind of guy that's just like so bad. I mean, he he got results, but like yeah, obviously not a very technically or athletically gifted player. It blows my mind for a guy his size that can't like. That falls down anytime he jumps. He really wasn't great in the air. No, not at all. <laughs> he was like at least a foot taller a lot than of everyone. Headed, yeah, yeah, a lot of headed goals. <laughs> He's at least a foot taller than everyone and can't out jump anyone. Yeah, it blew my mind. Should we? Uh, should we put together like a favorite eleven of the of USL players from from both years combined? Not yeah. a best eleven combined, but like a like a favorite eleven. So like I think we can obviously start with Matt Pickens in goal. Are we doing your list or my list or combining a list? We can do it together, man. Combine Team up. Okay. Yeah, I'm at Pickens, obviously, in goal. Starting from the left. Well, should we do a back we do three? back four or back three? We can do back four. I'll do back four. Okay. Well, you could – because Justin Davis is, like, first That's name on the team sheet for it. me. That's why I'm doing back fours because – But we could put him at left back or we could put him at center back. We go left back. Okay. We'll put Justin Davis at left I back. I liked him at left back because I liked Tribbett and I liked – uh, lasso at center backs and Taylor Washington obviously now taking the step up to the MLS roster like technically you know a better player than like a Justin Davis but yeah just in terms of what he meant over the course of the two seasons and, and the way that he allowed Gary to switch between a back three and a back four Justin Davis for sure so we'll put him at left back um center backs I think lasso and tribute that's fair, although I think you could make a case for Bradley Bourgeois. He's, he's a fan favorite. Obviously, we like him. Coming over after the games. Yeah, I think fan the, favorite, but from like a – What do you call that? Skull? Drum. Yeah, skull chant. But uh, he was another one on the right side, similar to what Justin Davis said on the left, that he was – it takes a like a, a different kind of center back to be able to perform in a back three, and he – Obviously, was great on the right side of that back three, especially in year one. Um, he's not a huge guy, not like lasso size, obviously. Um, he he's really, really athletic. Well. He did really well in the air. He's just a really good defender. He could get up, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just in terms of the guys that anchored the really good run we had in year two, um, I'll give you lasso and tribute. Yeah, right back though it was not tribute. Lasso and uh, Oxford that Helm headed the yeah. two center backs and Tribbett would come on. But what's I still going think, on with Oxford? 
I think he's signed with Cincinnati, maybe. Okay. Or not Cincinnati. I don't know where he signed. That makes he signed sense. Some, uh, he signed somewhere USL, though. Good player. So it wouldn't be Cincinnati because they're not USL. But. He was, uh, I need to look at it. Was he, he wasn't huge. Like, no. Kind of undersized. No. But a really good defender. Yeah. Um, Lasso, I think, signed in Tampa. Uh, yeah, he's USL still. Yeah. I would have liked to see him, which I'll leave that for yeah. that segment. But um, yeah. So center backs, Tribbett, Lasso, right back. I mean, you can put Bajois there. I'm trying to think of – We could, but then we have four center backs across our back line, which maybe that's – maybe that makes sense given the Gary teams that we've had. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, it was a mix of, I mean, every week was like back four, back three, back four. So it was like yeah. everyone kind of was outside of like Lasso. Everyone at some point played like on the wing. Yeah. That's another thing about Gary. He chopped and changed the lineup a lot. I remember me and you noticed that in year one, and it was surprising how often, I mean, we would like, you know, an hour before the game, we'd be sitting at Von Elrods or whatever, and we would... Uh, take a look and see who the 11 was going to be. And we never, you never really knew. Yeah. It could have been anyone. Yeah. It was always random. Then year two, it was like, at the, once we got Lasso and we went on like on a five game, like not allowing a goal streak. It got more nailed down. Yeah. It was pretty much the same. Do you think that it. we'll see him chop and change like that in MSL or, or I'm sorry, MLS or was it? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or is that just a I USL think, thing? I think the first year will probably be similar to year one because mm. I don't think – Well, he chopped and changed a lot in year one. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think they're going to do that because, I mean, I think we got to figure out, like, who fits where. And we have so many, like, defensive backs yeah. right now that we don't know who's going to fit. Yeah. Who. He put a priority on that. Um, the club seemed to put a priority on on signing defenders. I think versatile defenders. Our super draft pick was a defender. Yep. We might. Kid from Indiana. Later if yeah, Winston we can. Reed is a defender. Brought Trivet over. But we going bourgeois right back. Bourgeois right back. All right, midfield. Who else would there be? I'm trying to think. Like Darnell King. But I, he, I don't. I don't feel like we ever really saw the best of him. No, I thought I, he was disappointing. No offense if you're listening, <laughs> Darnell. Dude, I know he's listening, Darnell. We know you're out there. Respect for what you did for our club, for our town, our club. But um, sorry, we're putting a, a center back that didn't really play at all in year two ahead of you. It is what it is, dude. Um. So next is midfield. So you gotta put two double pivot, and you got to put Reed and Maloto in there. So that takes up two of those spots. Maloto didn't really play in the pivot though. Oh, did he? No. So like I think the candidates for for midfield there, if we're doing like a four two three one, uh, would be Matt Lagrassa, um, who did start playing a little bit further forward in year two, but um, Maloto played behind. He's in the two. hole. He he would be like the band of three behind the striker. Yeah. But um, in the midfield, two, you've got like Michael Reed. So we're just in two midfields. Michael Reed, Michael Grassa. Um, and then Bolo Akinyode. Derek who, Jones played there. In terms of him. most improved players from year one to year two, the improvement that Bolo Akinyode made was was fun to watch. And I think hopefully bodes well for 
um, Gary's ability to develop players. Yeah, I thought I'll say he improved. I don't think he was still that good. He was fine though. Um, I just I think I mean his role was get the ball, pass the ball immediately. That, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I would say it was hard to get knocked off the ball, which was yes, nice. big boy. Um, but I don't think I would put. I'd rather have Lagrasser than Reed just for the. Captain. I'd go Lagrasser Reed. Yeah. Um, Reed's the captain. Got to give to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, favorite I moments. I seem like an asshole, but whatever. No, dude, that's my boy. Did I tell you the story about? I went to one of the games at Nissan this past year, year two. Um, you were out of town. I don't know why. I don't. I just went over there solo. Um, I didn't sit in the supporters section because I'm weird. I like to sit off of my own, but um. I saw Michael Reed up in the, the like the box, like some of the guys from the club and Michael Reed were up there and uh, the, it was, the game was over. I was leaving and uh, I yelled at Michael and gave him a little like a tapped on the oh, shoulder yeah. where the armband would be. And he was like, thanks, respect. bro. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was post breaking his ankle. <laughs> yeah, after he, his leg exploded. <laughs> um, but he was a really good passer of the ball. Um, I remember there were a couple times he would like get out wide into like right back positions and he put in like really nice crosses, good deliveries. Um, I remember a couple times they, um, would let him break down like, uh, plays and they'd, and they'd play it on the, on the big screen and to watch him like break down what happened and like decisions he made that would like lead to goals or whatever was, uh, was fun. I think he was a good leader, good captain. You could tell that he was kind of still around. Um, even after his leg exploded and, uh, uh, yeah, obviously never going to be an MLS guy, but, um, was nice to have. Is he sticking around the club in some kind of capacity? No, I think he actually just signed with someone. You're right. Memphis. That's right. Trader Judas. Fuck him. Um, Sorry. I, no, I, think, I take back everything I just said. I think after, um, I think after he went out, like I kind of started to appreciate him more. Yeah. And like, man, he did really good stuff that we're missing. And but I think that's, that's when Akinyote came in and stepped up. Yeah, and I think he was fine. But I think that's towards the part of the season where, like, it seemed like we were di- – like, we were – that's where the season started to get disappointed for me. Mm. Like, we weren't winning as much matches. And I think it just – we were struggling to get the ball up. Um, And that's where I think I started to appreciate him more. I still think he was an asshole. Um, I think there was like one game after when like all the, all the players went to the fans, and we were just like saying hi, and he didn't, and I was just like, "What?" It must. It was honestly probably like the first or second game. Like it just wasn't like a routine now for everyone. So that like, you would say that about my good friend, um, Michael Reed, really upsets me. But, but also, he's a traitor now. That's true, Judas. So we'll move on until Memphis becomes our farm system. <laughs> Is that has that been talked about, or no, are you just making that I'm up? Just making it up. No, I think it's a good idea, though. I do wonder when we're you know, gonna. Who else is there? Who we didn't talk about for center back? Brandon as well. Allen. Oh no, no. Oh, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Allen. Allen, is Allen is <laughs> but old Quasimodo. Uh, uh, Doyle's at Memphis. Okay. Who also he was to. a big player for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. Want to um, fight everyone. Mm. He's does, still not good to be knock, top starting eleven. But. Does he not? Tribbett or Lasso? No, I don't think he does. Right. But I still – he wasn't talked about. Yeah, he deserves a shout. Yeah. Shout um, Lebo Moloto in the hole as a number 10. I don't yeah, I don't know who else would doubt be about there. that. Yeah. 
Lagrassa stepped up and played some minutes there last oh. year and played well. And that when he was doing that and like the way that he like he had some really intelligent movement like in the final third and that kind of was when I thought like this guy might make the MLS roster. Um, sure enough. On the left, I got a I got a, a, a funny one for you. I don't know if you'll agree with this. Okay. What about Ismaila Jome? You remember when Ish he Jome? came? What's his first name? Ish Jome. Jome. Ismaila Jome is his name. Oh yeah, I think he just went by Ish. Whatever. Dude. Jome, left winger. Um, he was fat. He did he the same in. move every single yeah. time. But yeah. It was like, but it worked every time. Step so. over on his right foot and then just like get outside to the left. But at yeah. that, we were definitely like before he came in in year one, we were uh, we were slacking and needed something new, and, and he definitely brought that. Um, yeah, no, kind of an underrated him. player. What, where did he go? We just he never came back in year two, nah, correct? He never came back. I don't know where he went. He's um, still in the USL. So. I would put him at left wing just for funsies. What do you think? I'm not gonna put him there. I don't know who I will. Give me a second. <laughs> but I, I know someone's better. Someone's um, better, huh? I already know who's right wing. The God Alan Wynn. The God Alan. The Wynn. God Alan Wynn. I'll go ahead and, and and run this question by you now. I was gonna save it for for when we talk about MLS. But how many MLS All Star games do you think Alan Wynn's gonna make? Um, how old is he? Twenty four. Twenty four. So that means probably seven or eight. Sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> He'll probably play till he's forty, right? He's gonna do a Gerard. He's gonna play in like deep midfield. Um, yeah, okay. I would put Alan Wynn in on the right, um, and I think that me and you were both happy to uh, see him make the MLS roster. There's one game in particular, of course, I can't remember who it was against, but it was at Nissan, and uh, I remember me and you just kept looking at each other. Was it Indy? Yeah. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Like best player on the pitch year, by a yeah. mile, yeah. and it was crazy. It was awesome yeah. to watch, and, and I think from then on, it's cr- it's he's a weird player because he'll like Gary will bench him and won't play him for like two three matches, and then he'll put he'll finally like come in as a sub, and he'll just like destroy the team. And he's so good, and then he'll play for like the next two three matches and keep keep it up. Like he's still really good. He's still best player on the pitch. And then he'll like start to slow down and not be good, and then it's just the same cycle of like then him not then him not making the starting eleven and then benching him and then him Gary putting him back in like it's just a cycle of like he's really really good for like three four game stretch. It's Gary chopping and changing though again, which, yeah, which I guess is almost every player. Um, another ever. player that maybe deserves a shout on the right wing. Um, he started off as a striker and ended up I think having his best performances. Off the right, it was Ropapa, Mensa, um, and he was a guy that Gary would bring off the bench to run at like tired legs, running a tired left back, and it was just like cause so it. fun to watch. Like yeah. it was such a mismatch. Um, for the sake of not putting Ish Joman there, yeah, I'll do somehow. I'll I think Win and Ropapa should fit because we're not gonna put Ropapa as a striker. We could do Win off the left, and Win can play off the yeah, left the, or off the, the right. The indie game was on the left that he did really well. It probably moved around, but I, I yeah, don't know. he switches. But I think when he started, like, that game when he started to, like, be ridiculous was when he got switched. He started on the right, and I think he got switched to the left, and it was just, like, destroying everyone. Yeah. And then Rapapa, yeah, Rapapa was fun to watch because he'd come on when everyone's tired and then just, like. Hilarious. Like, I would just be laughing during yeah, the game. It was like, like, so funny. People would try to hang out. He'd just, like, throw them off. Yeah. He's fucking 
He's got a huge donk on him. They just box everyone out. He's got that wagon. <laughs> they just box everyone out, and it was just out muscle everyone, which was nuts. Yeah. So for the sake of like fitting real pop in the starting eleven, I'm taking Ish Joe Mel. All right. Yeah. I mean, Joe was just kind of a a Josh favorite, I guess. But yeah. uh, I hear you there. So we got win on the left. We got um, Ropop on the right, and then up top, Tucker Hume. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I guess it's I mean, uh, it's Daniel Rios. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're – who's even a striker year one? It's It changed a lot. Brandon Allen had a run in the team. I for, oh, we just talked about Brandon Allen. Scored I some goals. About Brandon Allen he could already. do nothing else, but he did. He scored goals in the first three games and then never scored and then again. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, well, never mind. I don't want to be mean. But, I mean, there's no way he's going to listen to that. I can never figure out why. It's like his head was always cocked to yeah. the side. Sorry. It's mean, man. I know. Brandon, if I you're listening, we'll let it thought you are great. <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute, man. Um, yeah, Daniel Rios. It's Daniel Rios, yeah. And yeah. it's exciting that he's on the MLS roster now. And he, it seems like he's going to be the starting striker for for us, you know, on the 29th. Like, yeah, I think if he's not the starter, he'll be the next man up. Yeah, he um, obviously scored a lot of goals. Until we get someone else. Yeah. Our new DP. Well, yeah, we can talk about that. But um, he was – like he stood out physically. <laughs> We're watching Pitbull right now, just having the time of his life in Miami, where he belongs. This is We're watching this, the the big game pregame show. Um, wow, I really do want to go to a Pitbull concert. I feel like it'd be so fun. Yeah, I mean, this is where he fits in. Yeah, he, this is his this is Mr. Miami. <laughs> well, he's Mr. Worldwide, first of all. Mr. Worldwide, get it right. Uh, yeah, Daniel Rios. He did a lot. <laughs> Pitbull just like stuck his tongue out. He's so creepy. But I would love to go this to a Pitbull show. Really horrific on mute. <laughs> okay. uh, should we take a break and just watch no. this Pitbull performance? Keep rolling. Yeah. All right. Daniel Rios. Yeah. Excited to see how he does next year. Obviously. Um. There you go. Best eleven. Josh and Don's best eleven from the USL years. Um probably wrong but no it's definitely right we have all the correct opinions um thoughts on players that got called up uh by called up i mean guys that were on um do you have that list in front of you yeah i didn't put it in my trailer board for some reason so rios tribute and some of those guys have an asterisk by them because uh we always kind of like they were signed always to be mls guys yeah but anyways, go ahead. Rios, Tribbett, Taylor Washington, Derek Jones, Matt Lagrassa, Alan Wynn, Cam Lancaster. Who apparently might not be on the team. Yeah. He, I was going to ask someone if you was saying knew. he might go back to Louisville. Yeah, I've heard that he's know. going back to Louisville. He doesn't seem like he's in our plans, so. No, I think with Rios, I mean, Rios, I mean, he's not going to overtake Rios, and Rios might not even be the, the starting striker, so that puts Lancaster like. At least three people behind. Yeah, they took a punt on Lancaster, which I think was smart. Um, I think he was in Tottenham's he was academy, injured. correct? He was in Tottenham's academy. Yeah, and I mean, we saw he could he could score some bangs, oh, yeah. like long range shots. I think he really was fun like to watch. 
his goals were probably more enjoyable to watch than Rios. Rios yeah, just sure. was like more consistent. Yeah. But like there were a couple like it sucks because he was just injured all the time. But like, man, those like stretches where like three four game stretches when he wasn't. I think he went on like a five game goal streak. Yeah, and, and they like, were all, all highlight bangers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They like, I mean, a- he went bar down. I don't know if that's a soccer term. I don't know if it's a hockey term. But he went bar <laughs> down against like Hartford, Connecticut, one game, and I think we were like in the beach in Panama City. Yeah, and I was like, check this out, bar down. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they took a punt on him. It didn't work out. I mean, no harm done. Nothing really lost from, from giving that a shot. I'm sure they'll recoup whatever money they invested in him with a, a sale to... I don't think he calls it much, so... I'm sure he didn't. We're MLS. We have... We're, we're in we a new tax to, bracket we now, We have money baby. to blow now, so... Blow. Uh, $600,000 contract nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, to me, I still don't agree with Taylor Washington and Matt LaGrasa. Mm. Um, I just don't. I think they're fine. I just don't see them ever being MLS-type players. We we did always disagree on LaGrasa. I thought LaGrasa would make that MLS and it makes squad, this, or should. Yeah, and it. it makes it seem like I thought he was a shit player. He wasn't a shit player. I just don't think he's like MLS. He's, not that he's not MLS-level level quality. Just we should strive to have a better team to where, like, He's never gonna. He would never play for Atlanta. He's he a squad never, guy. Yeah, yeah. Would, like, and if that's, we shouldn't go in like wanting to be the worst team in the league. We should go in like wanting to be about like Atlanta level, at least in my mind. Hmm. And like, he wouldn't make the bench. Like, uh, he, I, he'd be in Atlanta too. Mm-hmm. Probably career level USL in Atlanta yeah. system. And to we'll me, see. that was like, it just kind of seems like a wasted spot where like people that are still young and have potential, like Rapapa are actually useful. Yeah, so I guess the big <laughs> guy that got left out um, is Ropapa. Um, I think us and, and a lot of other people thought that he would get a shot. Um, he was young. I think he's a he's, he's an under-23 international for Ghana, who is a, a good soccer nation. Like That's a good international pedigree. Yeah, I don't think he has any caps with Ghana, but... He but was he's in U23, the, he, Yeah, he was in there like... Yeah, U23 yeah. system. He hasn't got any with the national team. but um, And that's one of the best still, soccer nations in Africa. Yeah, and he's still 21, maybe 22 years old. Young, like, and you could just young. see his physical gifts that he had. I think Gary used badass. him intelligently, but even outside of that, like just a physical mismatch for like every yeah. USL left back that he that he encountered. It, I mean, yeah, that was disappointing to not see him get a shot. I don't know. I mean, would have I just nice. see – yeah, I don't think – I mean – Ideally, most of the USL players probably aren't ever going to play in the MLS. Like, you're just throwing darts at the board and hoping one hits at this point. But I feel like that was, I don't know, I would rather do the Rapapa dart yeah. than LaGrasa. Well, especially with our mids. Yeah. And our mids, probably our strongest depth, I would say. I will say, I think LaGrasa can kind of play anywhere in midfield. I think we're going to play like a a double pivot that's going to be like Annabal Godoy and Dax McCarty. And I think we know that like Rasa could play in a pivot like that. And then I think he could also potentially, I don't know if he's going to be a starter again, but like he could play as a 10, which obviously is behind the depth chart behind Mukhtar in that role. And maybe like layout or if they put somebody else as a 10 there. But um, I think like versatility might've gotten him on the roster. Um, 
And then you talk about Taylor Washington. I think that he was a good prospective kind of call up. Um, you saw in year two, he, uh, he really was our only consistent crosser of the ball. And there was a lot of times when we kind of were running out of ideas um, offensively that he would be really the whole source of, of, of offense. It was all kind of running through him on the left. And he didn't always play as a left back. He also would sometimes play as a, as a left winger just because he had that quality. He had that delivery. And, and we kind of sometimes didn't have anybody else that was putting in that kind of service. And... I think that's why he is on the roster. Also because he's super cute. Uh, who do you think is the is the hottest player on the roster right now, the MLS roster? Um, only because I haven't seen everyone's face. <laughs> I'm going to go. Where did the research? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did see them all on stage for the kit reveal, but uh, I don't remember everyone's face. So I'm going to go. With Rios, just because he's got that, like... He's got that square jaw. He's got, like, leading man. He also seems, like, kind of mysterious, because he's... A little bit. Kind of not from the U.S., so... <laughs> <laughs> you uh, a big fan of a uh, of a, of a mysterious yeah. Latino and striker? I'll, and uh, he has, like, a YouTube series where he, like, eats tacos with... Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. I never watched that. And I don't know, just... Seen a man eat tacos. <laughs> Something about it. It does it for you. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Washington, he's such a cutie. Yeah, Taylor, um, I think. I think Dave Romney is is a good-looking dude. I don't remember what he looks like. Oh, he's cute. He's, like, generic replacement level um, white man. Yeah, that's kind of why I lean against Taylor's just insert white man. Okay, fair enough. Uh, final thoughts on, on the USL years. You going to miss it? I think so. I will. Yeah, I think probably. Not to be like too hipster about it, but it was kind of like our thing, you know, in yeah. a way that MLS just won't be, which is fine. Like, Grant, we did get in without any of the hard work because by the time we played our first game, we already got the MLS team. Yeah. So there were people that like got in when it was like Nashville FC playing at like Vandy. True. I went to some of those games. Did you? Yeah. You tried to get me to go to them. I got bona fides okay. yeah i remember that um so you put in more of the hard work than i did but yeah we kind of got in when they was already in those teams so i wouldn't say like we were there before they were cool but yeah, i mean it, it to be honest yeah it probably does mean more to somebody like i mean how long was cincinnati like a usl team you uh, know? Probably imagine years. following that team for like eight years or whatever yeah. and then it's a little bit more rewarding. that would be exciting yeah, yeah. Um, we were spoiled for sure that's a good point i think i'll miss playing at the stadium me too the baseball yes pitch which was great and we kind of like developed traditions around it like it was fun to go to von Elrod's before yeah that's gonna suck where's the bar us. i guess i'll be living close by so maybe my apartment's gonna be the bar before the games i don't know because it's almost easier to get there well nashville traffic talk here but it's almost easier to get there jefferson street bridge instead of like you know, I don't know directionally yeah, I what's going on, where I am, ever. Uh, mine's like a five-minute Uber. Yeah. You just need to walk. Just walk to my apartment. Yeah. It's like 0.9 miles. I don't know. We'll you're, see. You're so lazy. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know how we're going to do this. It's very disappointing that we're playing at Nissan. We'll figure it out. But, it will, yeah. I'd almost rather just be at the fairgrounds, and at least then I know I can 
go drink at like Bastion. What are you gonna play in an empty field? There's nothing there, is there? No, but at least like <laughs> Nissan's like super close, but not close enough where like we can do Vano Rods. I think I guess we could Uber. We could do Vano Rods and Uber to the same. Yeah, it's but, not the same though. That was fun. Um, but no, I mean I'm I'm excited. USL was just kind of a nice like tune-up. I think for a lot of people, just the experience of like regularly going to see live professional soccer is first for me and probably a first for almost everybody that yeah. that went to the games there's also a bit of like nervousness like man like we're in the big club now we yeah. can't like <laughs> like it's like it's almost like and usl is just like yeah whatever like we got like seven thousand fans like now i feel like if we don't fill out everything i'm gonna be like embarrassed of the club true and yeah, we can well, get more into that. Club, not other club, it's not their fault. But. Yeah, we can get more into that in the MLS chunk, but no. we're gonna have to turn Nissan into a fortress. And 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 the USL years were kind of a free hit. Like it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um. But you know, it was good to to watch Gary for two years. I'm cautiously optimistic about him as a manager. Um. It was fun to get to know some of the guys that are now on the MLS squad, and we kind of have a connection with them. Like, imagine, like, let's just say, like. Let's say Alan Wynn like becomes a starter, you know, like that's yeah, that's, that's our really boy. Cool. Like that would be really fun, yeah. and that would be a cool story, and we'd have a connection to him that would be because of the USL years. Yeah, it's kind of like a pseudo like homegrown player. Yeah, that we don't really have an academy, so we don't have any of those. But now, yeah, it's not like these five guys are kind of it, especially Alan, just because he's a baby, and that's our boy. Word. Okay. Uh, forty-two minutes. Not bad. No. Should we sign off? I thought let's You wanna keep you wanna roll into MLS? Are you feeling no, it right we can, now? We can wait. This guy loves podding. <laughs> he just loves it. We can wait. You're a natural pod. I need a I need to uh research our MLS team. <laughs> Sorry. You wanna take a break? No. We you just wanna just, sign off? Yeah, we'll sign off. We'll, we'll sign do off. MLS for next. We still have We gave you guys enough. We still have a lot of weeks before the first game. True. To be exact. Plenty of time, plenty of content. Don, One, thank you for being two. here with me in the Tucker Hume Memorial Studios at the top of the Batman building. RIP. He never played a game this year, I don't think. I don't think he did. God. <laughs> I remember seeing him walking around uh, like the concourse at, at the Sound Stadium like in a suit, like every game. Yeah. And that's great. He went from he's like really tall. prolific goal scorer towards the end of the season, year one, to not ever playing, them signing two guys. That were way better than him. Big Bird, legend. I bet we could get him on the pod when maybe. the pod inevitably grows. I don't know if he's – maybe did he sign anywhere? Did you know Rapapa signed to Pittsburgh? Tucker, he, he shouldn't have even signed with Nashville. No, <laughs> he's he's like, he shouldn't have even been there. But, I mean, he, he banged in the goals. Did you see that uh, Rapapa signed with Pittsburgh Riverhounds? No, that's cool. I mean, we'll see. He could um, – <laughs> What? I'm trying to see where Tucker Hume went, and I just there's a tweet that says, "Who's your club's player of the decade?" This and is my tweet. Your tweet <laughs> on Twitter of Tucker Hume. <laughs> no likes, no retweets. Yep, it's that's just... that's me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> amazing content, hilarious. I, I hear you literally LOLing, and no, I get no play. Yeah. I get no respect. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's signing anywhere. So. Well, he's about to sign with Paradise Pod. Go. Third, third mic? Third mic. We gotta get a, a tall ass mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Tucker, if you're here, let's reach out to us. We got stickers. Tucker, holla, get you a sticker.
we're out. See you later.